0: I met Michael Sporn in the summer of 1995 when he retired from NIH and moved to Dartmouth to start a new career at Dartmouth in the Department of Pharmacology and Toxicology. Uh, Mike came to my office looking for an organic chemist to start a collaboration on triterpenoids. Uh, Triterpenoids are compounds found in plants, vegetables, trees, flowers, fruits, Uh, They're not found in animals. They have a wide variety of biological activities, um, none of which is useful in the clinic, but they have shown anti-inflammatory activity and anti-cancer activity. And Mike had the idea that because trees can live a very long time, sequoia trees, for example, in California, can live as long as 5,000 years, and because triterpenoids are ubiquitous in the plant kingdom, that there might be a relationship between the presence of triterpenoids and the longevity of trees and plants, that these compounds might be acting as antioxidants in addition to their known activity as chemical defensive agents against fungi and against insects. So we started this collaboration in the summer of 1995, and ironically, at about the same time, Tadashi Honda, who was a chemist in Japan, wanted to come and work with me on ellipticines. Ellipticines are plant alkaloids that have anti-cancer activity, and Tadashi had worked on ellipticines in Japan for a number of years. I had been working on ellipticines since 1982, so the three of us got together and started what has turned out to be a very successful collaboration in the fall, late summer of 1995. Now the chemistry, in fact, uh, started with two compounds that we buy from China, two starting materials, oleanolic acid and ursolic acid. These are commercial compounds extracted from various plant sources. For example, these compounds are found in rosemary and pokeberry herbs. We buy these for fairly expensive price of $9,000 a kilogram, which is about two and a half pounds. And we started then in the fall of 1995, chemically changing the molecule, just very randomly changing parts of the molecule chemically, adding oxygen, adding chlorine and bromine, making esters and amides, And then the 46th compound we synthesized, TP46, as it's called, TP stands for triterpenoid project, began to show some activity in the one anti-inflammatory assay that Dr. Sporn used at the time, which is an assay that measures the production of nitric oxide produced by an enzyme called inducible nitric oxide synthase. And it turns out if you produce too much nitric oxide, this can cause erosion of cartilage leading to arthritis. We believe that nitric oxide has a role to play in cancer, Crohn's disease, perhaps Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's disease, cystic fibrosis, many, many diseases that involve inflammation are perhaps caused by nitric oxide. So once we had the elite compound, TP46, we began to pursue that avenue of chemistry. That led to TP82. And then combining TP82 with the chemical changes we made in TP46 and one other compound, we arrived at CDDO, which at the time was TP151, and in fact that's how I still refer to to CDDO. It was the 151st compound we synthesized, and it's the compound now that we're very excited about. It's in the cancer clinic in Texas in Phase one trials for leukemia and solid tumors and we hope of course it will eventually become a cancer drug.